Hello, everybody. Welcome back uh, to the channel. This is our first episode of Dive Into Diet. Uh, I'm with the star of the show, the star of Dive Into Diet, Lucas Schmidt. Hello. Lucas, how are we? Good. How are you? I'm excited about the show. Me too. Like I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting as far as what information the audience here is going to get from Dive Into Diet. Well, let's hope it's all good. Well. No, actually, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Leading into that later. It's funny that you say the good because right. the topic of today's first episode of Dive mm-hmm. Into Diet is oils. Yep. The good, the bad, and the ugly, but this episode is just on the good. That's right. Good, bad, and the ugly. Great film. Clint Eastwood. Check it out. But thought it was a catchy phrase. There's just so much information to give on oils because they're crucial to um, to our diet. And quick little side tangent about the word diet. Mm. When we hear the word diet, usually people think of the people that say, I need to go on a diet. And that means I'm going to restrict what I eat and follow this, this painful process to lose weight. Um, the word diet originally just means how or how you eat mm. it doesn't literally mean i restrict myself like it's not this like torture that you have to put yourself through it's just become associated with that so hopefully we can make this more informational and empowering and that's that's why we chose so, to dive so, into diet so so diet is not a negative no absolutely no it's no. it's essential to your life so it's, well, it's well, required so it's a positive you get to live <laughs> Uh, but you, back to you said good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, there's just so much information on oils and fats, particularly um, that I didn't want to do just one episode on all the good, bad, and the ugly. So I wanted now, to focus on good today. Are oils and fats the same thing, or is oils a fat? Um, good question. Oils are a fat, right? There's okay. some fats that I that they're present in foods. So we're, I'm actually going to mention two of them today that they're not. Te- technically oils i just want to mention them okay they're, they're going to be in the honorable mention category <laughs> uh yeah it's a little little side category um oils what we're going to discuss mostly in this little episode will be the liquid forms of fats that you cook with or you add to salads and things like that okay so or you dip your bread in things like that so you can just jump into the let's jump my in. favorite oils in the good category uh extra virgin olive oil is is probably the most well known and it, for a reason um, it's probably the most studied of the oils, uh, uh, the most sold, the most used in cooking. You go to any cooking show, Rachel Ray's going to say, sizzle in your pan, extra virgin olive oil. She loves the extra virgin olive oil. Um, why is it good? Because, um, one, it's very studied, so we know a lot about it. Okay. Um, the best form of extra virgin olive oil is cold-pressed, single origin, meaning it was all from the same crop. Believe it or not, they mix those sometimes. Now, is that something you would see on a label? Because I, I yep. I've looked for extra virgin olive oil, mm. but haven't actually. You kind of just assume it's good. Yeah, it just says yeah, E V O O. There it is. Let's take it. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of bad extra virgin olive oil. Actually, it's not even purely extra virgin. So there's a, and you don't have to look for this. Okay, but there is actually a technical requirement of percentage. It's something oleic acid, which is the health benefit mainly of extra virgin of olive which we'll talk about in a second but okay it's got to be a minimum of 55 percent oleic acid to be considered extra virgin anything lower it's olive oil or it's something else and that okay. comes probably from processing the crop what happens to it in transit a lot of extra virgin olive oil is rancid meaning it's out of date or it's been exposed to too much heat and sun so it's not even good for you anymore so the things to look for when you buy it are uh, is it cold pressed is it from the same place 
what's the date on it? Is it still in date? Believe it or not, people think olive oil keeps forever. It does not. Vinegar keeps a long time. Olive oil, you need to gobble it up, eat it. Um, and the best place to get it from is a hot desert region. So like Morocco is a common olive oil sourcer. So it's, and you know it's good. If you're like, I don't want to read, I'm not going to read percentages, you don't need to. Look for cold-pressed, what region's it from. If you taste it and it's like peppery and it has a stingy bite to it, it's good. You know what's funny? I'm, I'm so. hearing you talk, and you're talking about choosing extra virgin olive oil the way a lot of people talk about wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, infinitely better for you than wine, though. Get it from this region. I love this. Yeah, okay, so yeah. we're, we're, we're diving deep into deep this. Deep into olive oil. Love olive oil. Okay. I love olive oil. What else do we need to know about oils? Uh, you shouldn't... I don't cook with olive oil, actually. You can cook low, low heat with olive oil, but heat damages the health properties of the olive oil. So it's it's full of what's called polyphenols, antioxidants, um, which you hear a lot as a buzzword in health. Um, these destroy free radicals in the body. There's some study to, studies to suggest it's anti-cancer, things like that. Anti-inflammatory as well. Um, I use olive oil as a finisher. I'll put it on piece of meat after it's cooked just a little bit you get the same flavor actually stronger because you've not burned half of it up put it on a salad put it on vegetables things like that or dip some bread in it if you like to eat bread and um, that's my favorite use for olive oil so we'll we will once we move down the list of the other goods um there's some high heat oils in there that we can talk about better to cook with so, okay i'm with you i'm um, trying to think anything else about olive. it's a good source of vitamin e okay which is fun so, um, and the oleic acid that I mentioned earlier is, it's the main reason that people like it as heart healthy and, um, oleic acid is an anti-inflammatory. So it's, it's supposed to be good for joints. Supposedly studies indicate, I don't like to deal in absolutes because nutrition science is always fluctuating. It so, changes all the time. All the time. The general consensus is that it right now is that it's good for your joints and good for autoimmune conditions and things like that. So. So when, when I think of oils, I, I think of olive oil in particular, mm -hmm. and we just went over extra virgin olive oil. Is there any other types of oils that we need to know about? Or Yeah, yeah. Um, macadamia nut oil is kind of an obscure one, but it's pretty good for you. It, it's macadamia nuts in general. The nut itself is, is a, what's considered a low inflammatory nut because your nuts could kind of be dicey for some people. Almonds and tree nuts and things like that, some people are allergic to them. Or they have um, sensitive stomachs to the high fiber content in nuts. Yeah. It can kind of give you some indigestion. Uh, macadamia nuts are very low in all of those markers. They're very fatty. They're, they're a staple in a keto diet, actually, if you're going to do keto. Macadamia nuts, like top of the list. They're a little pricey, of course. But macadamia nut oil is um, low inflammatory. It's also high in ole oleic acid, like olive oil. But it has... a Palmitic oleic acid, um, palmit oleic acid, excuse me, which is omega-7. You've heard of omega-3, omega-6, omega-7. Omega-7 has a lot of health properties to it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot about the omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. Right. Like, looking at that, mm -hmm. I've never heard of omega-7. Omega-7 um, is supposedly good for moisture balance in the body, skin, and also inflammation. So. Interesting. Are mm -hmm. you using... Um, uh, macadamia nut oil in the same way you're using extra virgin olive oil in the yeah. sense that you just it's don't an cook additive. With it. Okay. Yeah, macadamia nuts in general they don't tolerate high heat. 
You okay. can roast them a little bit, and the oil is the same. I don't like to cook with it. Um, I actually, <laughs> I take uh, resveratrol currently experimentally in a powder form, and it doesn't dissolve well in water. So I actually put macadamia nut oil in a teeny little glass, <laughs> and then I put my resveratrol powder and mix it up, and I drink it. Now, that's what I do. You know, that, that's so funny you said that. Are there people that actually, like, take shots of olive oil and... and I'm sure. I would do it. I would love it. Would you really? Yeah. I, in fact, I, I like to go to the olive oil stores sometimes because it's usually free samples there. You can taste... Because <laughs> if you're going to buy a bottle, it's an investment. It's expensive. can be. So I I sample everything. and like full by the time I leave. <laughs> it's like just, just little shots of olive oil down, down the row. Um, but yeah, there are people that probably do that hell shot in the morning. I'm not advocating that, but... It's good for you, so That's interesting. I'm not saying guzzle the bottle, right? Let's not swig olive oil. Right, it's a little bit high calories. So. Well, what I'm hearing from you is using these oils as an additive to a meal, to a snack. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, we've gone over extra virgin olive oil, the good of that. We've gone over macadamia mm-hmm. nut. Um, what else do we need to know about in terms of the good parts of oil? I like to cook with, and let's get high heat oils. They, they're stable at high, high temperatures. They have a, what's called a low smoke point, right? They're not burning. If they're smoking, they're burning. Um, avocado oil is a high, high heat oil. Um, it's got a pretty good fat profile to it. Okay. And coconut oil. Uh, unrefined coconut oil is pretty good. Now, unrefined is the best form because it's least processed. Processing usually degrades anything when you food wise but it does impart a little bit of a coconut taste i like it some people may not so if you're worried about that avocado oil doesn't really have a strong flavor so those two are great um, alternatives to olive oil or vegetable oil for high heat that, that that's a bad word around here uh, but yeah, we'll oil. get to that one that's <laughs> the next two categories and then some honorable mentions they're not really oils but they can be used as cooking fats would be tallow okay. and uh, and or duck fat so tallow is um, beef fat. Tallow. It's like it's, it looks like um, it looks like margarine almost because it's pale. It can be pale, but tallow is just beef fat, and it's it's good for you. Margarine is not. Well, <laughs> that, that's super interesting. Around you know the oils you should cook with mm-hmm. versus not. I was not expecting that. Um, yeah. I, I think most of us uh, have thought about extra virgin olive oil as a cooking mm-hmm. means of cooking and you know it's probably fine to cook at very low temperatures but i don't want to have to worry about it yeah like you know if i'm cooking a meal i don't want to have to go oh gosh i've bumped the temp up a little bit because sometimes you know when you're cooking vegetables or meat you want to get a high heat so you can get that little bit of char so you can deglaze if you're really into cooking mm-hmm. which is where you put water and it makes that brown yeah. delicious salty sauce that you pour that's the burnt bits of your food. That's what a deglaze is. It's delicious. You don't want to do that with olive oil because you've gotten the temperature so high that it's it's degraded. So now, real quick before we uh, end this first episode, mm-hmm. um, do you have any tips for uh, a good extra virgin olive oil dressing? Like, are you doing anything in particular, oh, yeah. or just pouring the extra virgin olive oil? Because that's something I'd like to incorporate yeah. in my own diet. A gr- yeah, a great healthy salad dressing is, we could do a whole episode on salad dressings, because okay. they're, they're like a poison pill that nobody knows about. They're so difficult to deal with at restaurants, the pre-maids. Um, my go-to to make a dressing is, I'll take some kind of vinegar, be it red wine or white vinegar, um, I put that in a I use like a mug so I'll just take a mug pour I don't I don't measure I just meh, pour that I add my extra virgin olive oil to that and then I'll add actually a squirt of mustard 
just thickens it, gives it a creamy taste without adding sugar or calories, really. A um, little mustard. And then I'll usually juice a lemon in there or even zest a lemon, all the skin in there, the little zest. It's so citrusy. And then just stir it up, pour it on your salad. Citrus dressing. It's delicious. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna follow that. I know I'm gonna follow that because uh, I love mustard for one. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> That's great. Huge fan. Uh, Lucas, man, dive into diet. Dive into diet. First episode. How do you think we did? I think I feel like we did pretty well. Well, guys, we talked about food. So <laughs> how do you think we did? Comment below. Let us know what you think of our new show. Dive into diet with us every single week. I'm with the star of the show, Lucas Schmidt. Lucas. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. As always, we'll see you guys next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.